0: Episode 169: Seven Tips for Reinventing a Mature Business. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings: Leadership Lessons in Speed, Productivity, Growth, Innovation, and Reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. Welcome to The Game Changers, the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. I'm your host, Dale Dixon. Each and every week, with Jason Jennings you know this podcast has a million listens and downloads and it's growing every week it is the game changer's Jason Jennings New York Times Wall Street Journal and USA Today best selling author of eight books on leadership growth Innovation, speed, and reinvention. Jason, great to be with you. Uh, Dale, it's great to be back
1: with you. I uh, uh, we, we we took a break while I was on my Asian tour, and then uh, got sick of the gym. I mean, when I came back, so I was done for a couple of weeks. And uh, I I I don't know. I've always got this tug. I mean, I mean, I I miss these conversations,
0: and so I'm I'm glad we're uh, back at it. Absolutely. And I will tell folks if you had not had a have a. Let me back up. If you have not had a chance to listen to the most recent episode where Jason goes through and details his trip into Asia, all that he learned, and the importance of you making a trip to Asia, go back and listen to that when you're done with this episode. By the way, be sure to subscribe to this episode, uh, this podcast. Super simple to do. Jason-Jennings.com slash iTunes, and you can subscribe right there. For today's episode, though, it all starts with an idea from a listener. Take it away, Jason. All right. Uh,
1: The listener and viewer is a dear friend of mine. His name is Paul Lesage, and there's quite a backstory. Uh, Probably 25 or 30 years ago, when I was a very young broadcaster, I was at a, a I think it was the National Association of Broadcasters Convention, and I was sitting in a hotel lobby one day, and there was a guy older than me, but he was sitting in the chair next to me. We, we struck up a conversation, and it turns out that he was from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and he ran uh, the legendary WTMJ properties owned by the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. And we chatted some more, and we chatted some more, and we chatted some more, and we discovered we're from the same place. Uh, the same small town in northern Michigan, although we had never met one another because he, I think, was probably maybe 20 years older than I was. A delightful man. His name is Paul Lesage. And uh, we developed this incredible uh, friendship. And then were reunited a number of years later when it turned out that he and his wife uh, had a place on the lake next to ours up at the lodge. And so we would spend a lot of time together in the summer. And uh, he and uh, his lovely wife, Karen, just travel all the time, travel all the time. And right now they're on the road with their two pups. And uh, I think they're someplace in New Mexico or someplace in their big motor home and they just go, 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 go. So I got an email from him uh, about a week ago And he said, you need to check out this link. He said, I think this is worthy of a podcast. And so I went to an article in uh, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and I want to give credit uh, to the author, Steve Jagler. Uh, He writes about business. And um, he had done this extended interview with a man by the name of Rolando Rodriguez. And he is this chairman and CEO and president of Marcus Theaters, uh, M-A-R-C-U-S. If you're not familiar with Marcus Theaters, it's a subsidiary of Marcus. Marcus is a publicly traded company, huge real estate uh, uh, presence uh, in the United States, a- including the legendary Pfister Hotel in, in downtown Milwaukee. And I, I became very intrigued by the story of Rolando Rodriguez. Uh, Marcus Theaters has a thousand screens, so that the fourth largest movie theater operator uh, in North America. Uh, His story is that he came to the U.S. I think in the year 1960 or 61 with his family from Cuba, unable to speak one word of English, has spent most of his life in the entertainment and uh, the cinema industries, and uh, a couple of years ago was named the CEO and president of Marcus Theatres. So the interview was about reinventing an established business. And because my, not my last book, but the book previous to that, uh, one of my big books, The Reinventors, uh, you know, I was all over reinvention with my research teams for a couple of years studying, um, uh, studying reinvention and, and writing the book on the subject. So I was very curious about uh, the article. As I, as I took the article apart and, and read it, I thought this is something that we need to share, uh, with everybody on, on the game changers. And so w- what could be more established than having uh, a movie business uh, multiple screens, like I said, about a thousand screens. But what you've got is you've got a, you've got a screen and you get some seats and you sell tickets and almost everything that you bring in the door goes to the movie, uh, goes to the movie production company or goes to the studio. And you basically make it on the concession stand, which is why popcorn costs eight, 10, $12 or some ridiculous sum of money. And boy, a bottle of water could be four or five bucks. It just drives me crazy every time I go to a movie. And so, So when Rolando Rodriguez took over Marcus Cinemas, he found this very um, staid, old-fashioned theater business that really had not materially changed. Well, they have done this incredible, incredible reinvention of the entire movie-going experience. And the point of the article was, what are the seven things that a mature business has to do uh, to constantly reinvent themselves? And I will tell you... uh, here's how significant I think these seven points are. I mean, it really has caused me to reexamine my own business model. And so if you're in a mature business, there's something here, even if your business is not mature, because if you do these things, you'll never become mature. But if you are a mature business, if you've been around for a while, here are the seven things you need to do to reinvent your business. And so I'll just, I'll take you through the list and uh, go ahead.
0: I'll clarify really quick. You said how to keep your business from being mature. And that means keep your business fresh and, and new and relevant to your customers it, always. Exactly, exactly.
1: So, so if you've got a mature business, these seven things are for you. And if you've got a starting business or a new business, these seven things are for you as well because you never want to become irrelevant or you never want to find yourself in a position where you have to do a wholesale reinvention of the business. So number one, Rolando Rodriguez says, understand your market position. Honestly, evaluate your market position and what it will take to reposition it. Now, um, let me tell you what that means to me. And I don't mind revealing these things at all. I like to live a transparent life. Uh, I will never forget when I wrote my f- first book. It's not the big but eat the smallest, it's the fast, eat the slow. And it became a New York Times bestseller. All of a sudden, speech offers, I mean, were rolling in the door. I felt like I was living in a casino. I mean, the speech offers and the money was just pouring in, I mean, in in amounts that you can't believe. And this kept going on and going on and going on. And one day, I had to take an analysis and I said, you know what? This is not going to go on forever because at some point in time, there might be a couple of hundred speaking bureaus in the United States, but there's only five or six that count. Uh, that do the bulk of the bookings of speakers and at some point in time i'm going to be through their client books and what's going to happen then i mean when the phone slows down or the kaching kaching stops rolling in the door what's going to happen and that's when i knew that increasingly we had to go after direct business ceos who would read a book uh, heads of hr who would read a book and then become interested in having me speak to them. So I think, uh, honestly, evaluate your market position and what it's going to take to reposition yourself. I think this is something that everybody has to be doing all the time. Number two, diversify your product offerings to current and future customers. Diversify your product offerings to current and uh, future customers listen to his next line from Rodriguez. He says, customer expectations for the value price proposition are greater than ever. So diversify your product offerings and consider the value price proposition. And so if I might, let me relate that back to me in those early years, those first few books, I mean, I could show up 15 minutes before a speech, do a speech Shake some hands and sign some books afterwards and be on an airplane to the next one. When the 2008 2009 meltdown occurred, I knew that things had to change. I knew that people were going to be looking for value. And so I'll give you an example. I no longer sell speeches, I mean, we offer an event which is the research that goes into the customization of the speech. It's showing up the night before to shake hands at a cocktail party. It's having a breakfast with some VIPs from the company. It's it's doing the speech. It's signing the books. It's offering an event to someone as opposed to just a speech. So the second thing you have to do is constantly question the value price proposition for both current and future customers. Number three. Build a diverse and dynamic team. And Rodriguez emphasizes this repeatedly during this interview and uh, article that talent will make or break you. Talent is going to make or break you. You cannot afford to have anybody on the team who is not shooting at the exact same target that everybody else is shooting at. You can't say, well, they're going to come right one day because people never come right. They are either the right person or they are the wrong person. And you have to have the right team because the right people will make or break you. Number four, I like this one. And if I've ever been guilty of, um, of not, of not practicing what I preach. This is the one that I've always had a struggle with. Make calculated decisions. I've had no problem with that, but then implement them aggressively. I mean, once you have made your calculated decision, implement it aggressively. Don't waffle. I mean, don't keep thinking about it. Don't ask the what ifs you've already asked the what ifs or the could be's or what might happen. Once you have made a calculated decision, act aggressively. It's also important that you be seen by others as acting aggressively. Number five, set the bar high. Rodriguez says, and remove the burials and the barriers and obstacles. And then he had a great line, and I'm this. I'm going to steal this one. Activity is not equal to results. Just because you look busy does not mean you're getting something done. Activity is not equal to results. Set the bar high and remove the barriers and obstacles. And I can't t- I can't begin to tell you Dale how many times in in all of these tens of thousands of interviews with CEOs for my books that great CEOs have said my primary job here is to get rid of the barriers and the obstacles that get in the way of my people. If I do that we will have a great result. Number 6. Don't accept the status quo from anyone. Not people not the organization, nor the industry you're in. Don't accept the status quo. And finally, I love this one, number seven, bring courage to the party. Uh, Rodriguez says that avoiding difficult decisions accomplishes absolutely nothing. So those are the seven ways that Rolando Rodriguez, the CEO and chairman of Marcus Theatres, has done this remarkable reinvention of and their thousand screens across America's Midwest. I, I thought it was worthy of sharing with everyone.
0: Dale, oh, absolutely! Thank you so much for doing that. And as as I listen to those points, uh, I think what we what you just provided for for listeners is a really concise compilation of points that we have dove deep into in previous podcasts, but having them all in one place like this makes it very useful, very actionable, uh, something that we can walk away with and start to put into practice immediately. So thank you for that
1: the big takeaways for, yeah, the, yeah, the big takeaways for me is, uh, avoiding difficult decisions accomplishes nothing. Uh, that one speaks to me. I've done that more than a couple of times in my life. Uh, activity is not equal to results. Um, how true that is and talent will truly make or break you. You got to surround yourself with the, uh, with the right people. Uh, I'll, I'll give you one quick example. Uh, It's time to have some trees trimmed. My views of San Francisco and the Golden Gate Bridge, uh, the coastal oaks are growing just a little bit too high. And so yesterday I called the tree trimming company, and this woman answered the telephone. And by the time I finished making an appointment for the estimate, I would have hired her for any position in any pri- any enterprise that I ever owned. She was absolutely remarkable. That's the type of person that you're looking for on the team. People will make or break you, and bad people and mediocre people never come right. They just don't. So why defer the inevitable? Mm,
0: absolutely. And, you know, okay. I'm thinking, understand your market position. I'm thinking about... Uh, my involvement with some very mature businesses that had a fantastic market position. They dominated the market and that brought them to a point of not paying attention to the market position because they just took it for granted. Right. And being constantly aware is where we must be. Yeah. Or as Andy Grove
1: said, uh, only the paranoid survive. And I I truly believe that. Always be looking over your shoulder. Always be a little bit paranoid. And always just be ruthlessly honest with yourself as to what is your current market position. Who are you? Who are you serving? And and asking the question, where do you want to be?
0: All right. Fantastic. Any final words for us? Uh,
1: Final words. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I do have some final words, I think. Um, um, now that, so I've read the article about Rolando Rodriguez, uh, CEO of Marcus theaters, and it caused me to go back and, uh, pick up a copy of the reinventors. And so I spent some time with that, uh, on, on, on an airplane flight, uh, a few days ago. And, uh, I, I get a lot of emails. I just got a couple yesterday, uh, from, uh, People who were mentioning the reinventors. So if you, if if uh, you're a viewer or if you're a listener, and if you haven't read the reinventors, uh, uh, there's a lot of great information there. So we normally don't sell books, but uh, you know, uh, find it in Amazon, find it online, find it at a bookstore. Uh, but it'd be a, it'd be a great summertime read. That's that's my final word.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much. And you did mention watching this. We do record these in video if you're happen to be listening. But if you'd like to take a look and see what this is all about, it's easy to find. Go to the website jason-jennings.com slash YouTube. Jason-Jennings.com slash YouTube. You'll find all of the videos right there. Jason Jennings is the best-selling author who USA Today calls one of the three most in-demand business speakers in the world find out how you can book jason for your next business event go to his website jason-jennings.com this is the game changers the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential make it a great week